Hi there, Stacey Maynard here. Don't just link for the sake of linking, link for success. another episode of Link for Success. Today I have the one, the only, the fabulous Miss Jennifer Lyle. Hello, Jennifer. Hi, Stacey. I'm so excited to be here with you. Yay! <laughs> well, I love the fact that we get to talk about a common, a common love. And you know what? I think I think what I'm really like about um, hopefully what this conversation is all about, we just have a title, which is which is really fun. I don't um, I don't send list of questions or anything like that. We're just going to have a basic conversation. But I think there's lots of people out there and I've seen it, which I find really interesting is how they ask so many different people information, maybe what they already know about their own business and trying to make business decisions. So I see people posting in Facebook groups and then I'll see them posted on their email list and they get flooded with people's opinions and differing opinions. And I think sometimes they end up being more confused than they were before. So I'm hoping you can help these poor people who are asking a million people um, how they can actually make business decisions on their own confidently using their own intuition. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually like to blend intuition with logic. Um, I like that. I believe that you need to uh, bring in, like do your due diligence. Absolutely, you want to do that to start. And then the really simple formula I teach my clients is you essentially create a grid of what are all of the different scenarios that you're trying to evaluate. So let's say you're trying to pick from three different suppliers for uh, a platform for hosting your online programs. And you're going to do your due diligence because you're going to look at the cost. You're going to look at all of the different um, practical things that you need to be able to do. And you're going to do that. And then there's going to be a bit of a gut instinct. Okay, so my, maybe that's not such a good choice because that one's more logical. But it, there is a bit of a, a gut instinct of what feels right for you. So if it's a, a platform or maybe it's another type of supplier, there's maybe different um, business coaches or LinkedIn specialists that you're trying to connect with. And they all do something similar. And you don't really know who is going to be the best one to support you. And so I work, I walk my clients through this process of creating a grid, looking at ABC, what are the different options you're considering? And then the most important part is you need to be in a good feeling place before you dive into this. Because if you try to make a decision from a place where you're feeling panicked, worried, doubtful, then you're going to be struggling with making that decision. So first you need to get into a good feeling place where you feel confident, happy, you know, purposeful. You're in tune with the end result of what it is that you want to see come. And then sort of imagining your, that person who is there at that end result and then evaluating your different options and paying attention to how you feel physically as you consider each option. I like to rate each one on a scale of one to 10 and write down a few words about what comes up physically when I'm evaluating this option. Uh, How do you feel emotionally? And so, you know, are you feeling excited? Are you feeling really worried? Or it's like, oh, really doubtful? Or like, what are the emotions that are coming up when you tune into the different options? And then mentally, what are some thoughts that come up in your head? And then whatever your gut instinct is, like overall on a scale of one to 10, how do I feel? What are some of the things that are coming up for me? And I've actually walked clients through this process when they're evaluating different um, people to hire too. 
And it's surprising. There's one person that I walked through um, with a hire and they had two different options that they were considering. One was an outside person. The other one was an inside person. And the inside person, there were some, a lot of pros because they knew the company, but there were some cons because there were some politics associated with them too. And so I walked this person through how to do the evaluation and they got that the person that was internal was going to be really uh, a good fit compared to the other candidate. But then when I asked, okay, now for that gut instinct, they said, I feel like I'm going to be let down. It's like, oh, that's interesting. The next day, that candidate withdrew their application. And then within two weeks, they left the company. Interesting. Interesting. And it's interesting that you bring up the emotional piece because I feel that that's the one or that's the part that we disconnect from because we focus so heavily on the logic, which is why we go external to ourselves and we ask the opinion of others. And the challenge with the opinion of others is that they're coming from a place that maybe it's a financial decision. Maybe it's it's the program that's easier for them to understand because the way their brain works. So we do it all externally. And I think you're absolutely right that we need to figure out if we have an emotional attachment to any of the decisions. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And what comes up for me as you say that is I remember last year when I was getting feedback on a uh, logo because I wanted to see how it would be received by mm-hmm. people. And I got so much feedback and it was valuable because people reflected back some things that I would never have thought of. And then when I came up with another option that I really, really liked and a lot of other people really, really liked and somebody said, oh, that looks too much like healthcare and, and you don't want that for what you're doing. It's like, oh, okay. So I was like, you know what? All right. I'm just going to pick what I want to pick in the end. And that's all we're ever going to do is pick what really means the most for us and resonates the most with us uh, in the end or at least we should be picking what resonates with us. Absolutely. And I'm grateful though for all of the other input that came about because it helped me when I was doing my other marketing to be mindful of those things and what might be going on in people's heads as I was sharing that program. Yeah, absolutely. And I I always laugh because um, I had somebody tell me once that you probably focus more on your logo and the colors and stuff like that and the font you use way more than anybody else will even care about. But I, so I think that is it. It is an emotional decision. It is one that we need to make sure that we feel good at, but you want to feel proud of it. You don't want to go, well, I picked this because everyone agreed that it was the right thing to do, but maybe you're not proud to share that logo. Maybe you're not proud to put that information out there in a way that makes sense because you don't feel comfortable with it. So I think the decisions that you make, you definitely um, have to feel comfortable with. But before we go any further in this conversation, who are you? Oh, <laughs> great question. <laughs> Thank you. I'll just throw that one out there. Yeah. So I'm an intuitive business mentor. So I blend business strategy with intuition. And I have a background in corporate marketing. So I bring that forth really from a high level perspective. And I bring that forth in creating uh, plans with my clients that are in alignment with their purpose. So I find that a lot of my clients are really overwhelmed with so many different ideas. They don't know where to focus the attention and intention. So we dial things back. We get in tune with how do they really want to live? What's really most important to you? And, and that's a conversation that we're all really reflecting on during these times. And, and what's their purpose? And then we go through all their amazing ideas and create a plan that's in alignment with who they want to be and how they want to show up and how they can fulfill their purpose through their business. 
And so a lot of what I do, I, I bring in the marketing uh, perspective and the higher level business strategy perspective, but also it's a lot of inner work. So energy clearing, developing your intuition, learning how to trust your intuition, understanding how your energy levels impact how much you trust your intuition, how confident you feel, and what it is that you bring forth in the world. Well, I think it's interesting because I think it's, it's a fun, <laughs> I always thought I found it really funny. So I'll, um, I'll work with somebody, say I'll be helping them with the, like their LinkedIn profile or something, and they'll give me all this information because I ask like for a thousand things. And uh, I'll be like, so why exactly aren't you sharing this with everybody? Why are you not telling the world how awesome you are? And there's a lot of, there's a lot of reservation around sort of putting themselves out there. And I think that's where someone like you definitely comes in to play because maybe there's something going on internally that you can help them through to be able to get over sort of that blockage because that's not definitely not my role in this. I'm helping trying to figure out how to position them um, in regards to how they're presenting themselves professionally and personally and all of that kind of stuff. But they do that. Sometimes they really get that block around, you know, Oh, do I really want to put myself out there that much, especially when it comes to their marketing or just maybe their confidence in, in maybe some of the business decisions that they're making. There is so much that comes up um, from the past and I don't know, do you get into kind of epigenetic stuff here? I don't know if I should be diving into that or not. You can dive into anything you want. <laughs> okay. So I, I, what I have come up for a lot of clients is stuff that's happened in other lifetimes. And so there's a science around something called epigenetics. And it's about the energy of things that have happened in other lifetimes and also um, like in your heritage and your ancestry that gets carried forward into this lifetime and it impacts the choices that you make and how you put yourself forth and, and yeah, where you navigate in the world. And my belief is that we have the opportunity to let go of that and release that because whatever it is that comes and that we're aware of, that's just coming up in front of us in that moment, that's something that is ready to be cleared. And it's like, hello, it's kind of like seeing here. A, a big, blob of dirt on your windshield and you can keep trying to look around it and lean to the left or lean to the right but it's right smack dab in the middle and you can clean it and be able to see clearly and move forward or you can keep trying to dodge it and yeah. Yeah, i can it. think of i can think of a client right now who definitely um dodged things she just kept changing things and she kept um thinking of how she wanted to do things differently and she didn't like putting herself out there and it was a real challenge i probably worked with her for a really long time various times she's like okay now i'm ready and then she would see it on the screen and she's like no i'm not ready yet <laughs> And it would be like two months later. She goes, okay, I'm ready. Um, so it's really hard. So how, maybe how can people get started with starting to either understand that they do have intuition inside of them or, or start to listen to that gut instinct? So your emotions are a big indicator of how tuned in you are to your intuition in the moment. So that's one aspect of uh, your intuition and the other aspect of trusting it. Because I hear so many people that say, oh, you know, I wish I had done that. I had that thought. I knew, oh, I was, I was going to see, I was going to do that. And there's so much regret. They just don't trust it. And there's this ease that comes into your life once you start to recognize it, stop and trust. Um, it's like a language, like any other language, you need to immerse yourself into it. 
So what I have found very helpful for me on my journey is meditation was a huge part of getting started. And the reason why meditation was so beneficial was because it helped me to learn to get quiet, to be able to hear those subtle whispers of the soul. And it also helped me to be able to distinguish the sound of the voice of the ego versus the kind of more gentle voice of the soul because the soul doesn't should you doesn't scold you doesn't you should have there's there's none of that when it's an inspiration from your soul and there's this feeling that you get inside of excitement and of possibility and of oh yeah this feels so good and then the ego will come in like just squash it all who are you to think that you could do that right and the heaviness and that shaming that the ego brings on, that feeling that you get, you know that you're not in alignment. So it's about shaking that off and getting into that feel-good place of happiness and, and joy and excitement. That's where you're going to be able to pay attention to your intuition more and have more courage to, to follow it. So so true. Um, I think, unfortunately, we do end up listening to that little voice that says, oh, who are you to think you can do that? And you're right, when you get that excitement about something, it helps, it, it's like, it's clarity. It's like you get that, oh, moment and you kind of rush to your computer and it's like, how can I get it done faster? And you put the plan in place. Um, and you, I still think that that ego, as you put it, like keeps coming up and keeps coming up, even though you've sat with it, even though you feel really good about your decision, you're moving forward, you're taking the action steps. Sometimes... I still deal with these clients that have a hard time kind of pressing that button, like that final, okay, you know, I'm excited about it, but now I really have to put myself out there. I've got to push that button. How can you, how can you help them get over that? I just need to press that button and it's okay to put yourself out there. You are going to get criticism. Absolutely. To me, criticism is a good thing. It means you're being more visible and you're putting yourself out there with confidence, which is really cool. I actually did a show recently on how that can actually fuel you, that criticism and and other people's uh, voices can actually propel you forward in a good way. But how do they they sometimes squash that other voice in there so that they can press that button? So it's kind of like when you are, um, have you ever gone ziplining? I have not. I, okay. um, I've, I've gone this close and my fear got in the way. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't right. step that's, off that ledge. <laughs> and that's all it is. It's that stepping off the ledge, right? That's all it is, is stepping off the ledge because you get all the gear on and you've been waiting in line. You waited your turn. You see all these other people going and so like, oh, am I really ready to do this? And then you just have to find that um, strength within you to just take that step. and it's easier to take that step when you're in that feel good place. So being aware of your emotions. So it could be that you do some deep breathing. It could be that you do some meditation. It could be that you do some dancing or, you know, you put on your fight song and feel like you're all riled <laughs> up or, you know, something big is going to happen. Whatever Sean Mendes yeah, song exactly. is. <laughs> Love it. You get yourself pumped up when you're in the energy of whatever it is that you're stepping into and being successful, when you're in that energy, it's easy to take that step forward. Absolutely. I went parasailing 
And that was a completely different experience because I was really excited about it. And I did that. I was like, no, I'm going to feel the fear, but I'm going to do it anyway, or whatever that book is. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. And I didn't give myself a chance to second guess myself. And I just kept going forward. And then I did it. And it was so exhilarating. I loved it. Um, sometimes I do look at it from an intuitive perspective that I question why I'm delaying something or maybe why I'm procrastinating something. And there's something there that's just not quite right that I need to look at. But when I'm really excited about something, I know that it's right. And I hit that button easier, but I think it also comes with experience. Yes. And if what you just described there of, you know, there's those times when you question something, think about how you're feeling in that moment. Are you feeling like the person who came up with that first inspiration, that person who is ready to do it? Like, are you feeling like you're that person or are you feeling like somebody who's uh, at the working at the counter of McDonald's at that moment? You know, like if you're not feeling good, then you question, you doubt, you're in that vibration of doubt. You have to be in that feel good place in order to have the confidence to say yes and to remember, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I am awesome. Yes, I can do this. Yeah. And I love that. I am awesome. I can do anything. <laughs> and we do have these waves of emotions. You can't see me right now, but I'm, I'm doing this like hand gesture, like a, a roller coaster and all the different uh, levels. And, and thank you so much like, for understanding that people can't see you. Yes. It shows that you're experienced <laughs> in speaking on shows that there's no visual. You, you see this? See how many fingers I got holding up here? Um, so the, the key is to really be mindful of your energy levels and mindful of how you're feeling because we can, we go through these roller coasters. We are certainly going through a huge roller coaster ride right now. And you have a choice as to how long you stay in that spiral going down and how soon you come up on the other side. So you can choose to have um, more shallow dips and dives because you recognize when you're starting to feel low and then you take action to help raise your vibration up. Doing, you just do things that make you feel good. So okay. if, yeah, if, if painting makes you feel good, do it. But if eating a quart of ice cream makes you feel good, I don't know if that's really such a good idea. I know if that's a good idea, yeah. I feel sometimes you need to walk away. So I had a situation this morning where I was ready to throw my computer out the window. Obviously, we're recording this right now, so I did not throw my computer out the window. But my computer wasn't working, and I literally sat there and said, I have two choices. I can literally throw my computer out the window and be frustrated, or I can walk away. And I think sometimes just going for that walk, I just, you know, got myself ready and you know, went to go to drink a water or whatever. And I came back and it's like, okay, deep breath. And then I just looked at it from a different perspective and I was able to fix what the problem was. And I could see what the problem was because I couldn't see it before. And I think sometimes when we're in that mass of either frustration or maybe it's unconfidence or scared um, to sort of press that button or whatever the case may be, sometimes it does take a chance, just take a step back, go for a walk, maybe not eat a quart of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> for a walk. <laughs> and, you know, make sure that you can actually sit back and go, okay, why am I doing this? Get back in the space, like you said before, get back in the space where you were when you were excited about it and from the beginning, get back there and press that darn button. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. So if you want to feel confident in making your decisions intuitively, you need to feel good about who you are. As and sometimes it's yeah. going to take some inner work. Um, sometimes you're right. You know, when you mentioned earlier that 
you wonder, is this a red flag that's coming up? Is it something that I need to look at? So then take that pause and see, is there something else going on? Is there something within me? Or is there something that I'm picking up from somebody else, a situation? Or is there like just something that's like, oh, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like I need to wait on this. And then you wait and then something else even better shows up for you. Well, that's always the awesome part, right? And I admit I'm, you know, I very much trust uh, when things are happening and I do explore that. I go, okay, why am I procrastinating on this? Why am I not doing it? Is it because I just literally have a an issue pressing that button or is it just something's just not quite right? And usually it's, you know, the next day it's, oh, I see this thing. It's like, that's the piece that I'm missing. I just needed to hold off on it for one more day. And it always ends up being better yeah. uh, when I wait. So I do, and, and that's exactly what you said right in the beginning, right? Is to trust uh, some of that. So sometimes, you know, things don't happen on the timeline that I originally put out and I'm okay with that. And that's really gracious, being very gracious with yourself, with being okay with that, because I think we put too much pressure on ourselves sometimes. And that pressure also constricts our energy, makes us feel stressed. It's like, ah, and it doesn't help the situation. But when you can be like, you know what, I'm going to go with the flow because otherwise I'm just not going to be in the right energy to create this anyway. So what's the point of trying to stressed out and enforce it. I find that with, um, with videos, I'll find if I have to do a video presentation or especially today where, you know, can you record a video or a quick tip or something like that? And I was, I think I was supposed to do it one day and it took me another five. I mean, even, you know, our conversation, we were supposed to have a conversation last week. It didn't work out because I had a, I had a cough that I couldn't go two minutes without coughing. So probably not a good day to, to do a podcast, but it doesn't matter right? Those things don't matter. It doesn't matter whether you do it, you know, on a Thursday or a Monday or a Tuesday. And I think it's just relaxing into that and going, you know what, it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. And that's okay. Like, let's just be okay with that stuff. Like I feel like we put and and, you know, unfortunately in today's world, there's lots of people looking for opinions around how much schoolwork should my kids be doing? How much should we be sticking to a regular routine or shouldn't we be doing this? And I think maybe that's where your own intuition and your own understanding of yourself, your family and everything else comes into play as well. Yes. And I do also believe that structure does help us to be able to not have to think of something new all over again every single day, right? It's kind of the reason why we have habits. It's like if we had to think about how do I get out of bed every single morning, it we never just, get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, straight, I'm good here. Straight to the quart of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's having some structure so we don't have to think about everything to keep us focused and keep us on track actually creates some space to be able to listen to our intuition more. We're well, not it's having- funny because I've been having a conversation with my son around mealtimes. So he's very structured right now. He's like, you know, I eat breakfast and then at 1230 I eat lunch and then at six we have supper. So he he looks at the clock. So it's been an interesting conversation um, around routines, which we're all looking at the pros and cons of routines. And I believe in um, structure and routine. I have my own to help me through um, the stress of it all. But I've been asking him, you know, are you eating because it's the time or are you eating because you're listening to your body? and understanding what it needs. So we're having this really interesting conversation. And to relate that back to business, sometimes we get into 
routines of things saying that you have to do this. But I think sometimes taking that step back and understanding, am I doing it because I feel like I have to, or am I doing it because it's the right thing for me to do right now for myself and my business? Yeah. Yeah. That's genius right there. Well expressed. Thank you. I think I mean, you know, I'll just have to take an audio track of that one. Sometimes, yes. I, sometimes I say things that are really cool and I never know what I'm going to say next. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to your intuition. <laughs> exactly. It just flows out. And, and I think that's one of the interesting things that I learned by doing interviews is in the beginning, I had my structured questions and we needed to keep it structured and I needed to ask these specific questions. I only have one question that I ask and I'll ask you that in a minute. Um, but I felt that that was trying to force something to happen that wasn't natural because every single guest that I have and every person that I talk to is different and has a different. So I like to see how the conversation is going to go and where is it going to go versus if I had to stop you from expressing um, some of the things that you were talking about, which were awesome to force my next question, it wasn't going to work. So it's been really interesting to have the conversation with people who are really cool about that versus the people who are like, but I need those questions. And I'm like, no, you don't. You don't need those questions because it's just going to be a conversation between you and I, and it's going to be okay. So it's, it, that's been a really interesting journey for me as well. Thank you for sharing that. So my one question before we end this off, I'd like to know what Link for Success means to you. Hmm. So for me, it's about being connected within. Within and like to your own inner knowledge and to what I believe is this greater knowledge that's outside of us as well. So kind of tapped in, tuned on, turned on, tuned in to the wisdom that's waiting there rather mm. than needing to go elsewhere for answers, which is the perfect kind of real full circle to what mm -hmm. we started off in the conversation. I love that. that. I'm going to have to quote you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I'd love to have you join the conversation over on social media. You can follow me at Socially Stacy. And remember when your comments to use hashtag link for success. And remember, don't just link for the sake of linking, link for success.